Welcome to Here We Are, the podcast where we talk about curiosity, fascination, and what makes us delightfully nerdy. I'm your nerd host for the day, Joy Bork. This season is focused around the theme of your flavor of nerd, or Y-F-O-N, as I handily abbreviated it in the episode title. Today, we are diving into unknown territory for me personally with a trusty nerd guide that I've known since college, Marie Dufour. Marie and I got back in touch a year or so ago when she started becoming a fan of the other podcasts that I'm on, Parks and Rewatch. Next thing I know, Marie is a patron and a consistent contributor to the Parks and Rewatch content and culture, and we are better friends than we ever were in college. It is so fun. When I reached out to Marie and her husband, Nathan, who you heard two episodes ago talking about Dungeons and Dragons, they jumped into nerding out with complete abandon, giving me four episodes of content total, two for this season and two for next season. Insider info, stay tuned for season four, episodes one and five. So without further ado, here is my friend Marie talking about her love for Star Trek. Hi, I'm Marie Dufour. I live in Omaha, Nebraska. All right, what are we talking about? What's your flavor of nerd for the day? For today, it is Star Trek. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm going to preface this by saying I know next to nothing. No! That's okay. That's why we're having this interview, because you get to help me understand why it's so important. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to call myself a muggle on this one. I'm not in on the insider information. What what do people need to know about Star Trek? Uh, Star Trek, when it started, was ahead of its time. People sometimes make fun of it for being nerdy, and it totally is nerdy. But what's really cool is that it was really innovative when it started. And I love that. How so? When Gene Roddenberry first started trying to write and, and record and promote this as a show that could be on TV, it was addressing a lot of like social topics that Mm. maybe people weren't ready to hear about or think about and like sci-fi I just don't think it was as huge when Star Trek started so the original series of Star Trek really only lasted a few seasons and then it got pulled because it just wasn't popular enough but when my dad was a kid they started playing reruns and it got super popular so There was only a few seasons, but they were rerunning them all the time. And that's really when Star Trek started gaining popularity. So when it first started, it was just a little too soon. But then when they started doing these reruns, that's when it really took off. So I think that's just interesting that he was thinking about those things ahead of his time. So what then is Star Trek The Next Generation? Is this the second iteration? So there was Star Trek, the original series, that's with William Shatner playing Captain Kirk. And that was the one that only lasted a few seasons before it got pulled, but then got popular with the reruns. Next Generation then started after Star Trek had gained all this popularity through reruns. And that one did really well, won awards. I mean, Patrick Stewart is just amazing. He's my personal hero. Did they just recast the same characters? No, it is... The same universe, but it's a different time. It's kind of the same concept. The whole point is that they're traveling through space, researching, meeting other aliens and other cultures, learning about science and that sort of thing. So it's still in that same universe and they're still kind of working for the same company per se, but it's later in time. Okay. And then right after Next Generation, there was Deep Space Nine, 
which personally I have never watched. I've not heard great things about it, so I haven't really spent the time to watch that. Is that a series or is that a movie? It's also a series. Okay. Yeah. I know some Star Trek nerds will be offended that I haven't watched it, but other people will understand. And then there was Voyager after that, which I did watch and love. After that came Enterprise, which was okay. And this is not timeline chronological. This is just when the series came out. Yeah. And then right now they're making Discovery and Below Decks, which is like a comic version of it. So there's been quite a few different series over the years. And then there's been movies in between during that kind of just play off of or don't play off of the movies, but all live in that same universe. Wow. So the original concept held enough detail in the universe that there, I didn't realize the spinoffs were this vast. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, Gene Roddenberry was still involved with several of those ones after the original series. So he still wrote, produced, was in charge of a lot of it. So that's part of it. But yeah, it is amazing to think of all the things that have come off of the first failed per se series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So when you say Star Trek, is that the, I'm, this is a total ignorant question, but is that like the company they work for? No, that's just the name of the the show that's just what gene roddenberry called it but they, it's not necessarily uh, anywhere else it's yeah it's just the name of the show yeah they don't i'm trying to think if they ever say the word star trek even in the show and i don't feel like they do that's funny i never noticed that <laughs> that is interesting what is the name of the company they work for it's on the tip of my mind but i can't they work for starfleet there we go okay yep okay did the costumes change much between the the seasons yeah Definitely. Do well, you think okay. they're actually futuristic? Between the seasons, not so much. Between the series, yes. Okay. No. They were futuristic for the era in which the show <laughs> released. Yes, I understand. Yeah. I understand. If you had to be one of the characters from The Next Generation, who would you be? Honestly, even though I like The Next Generation best out of all of them, I would probably enjoy being Uhura from the original series. She hmm. was a linguist on board, so she would listen to incoming transmissions and based on her vast language knowledge, would, if it was a language she wasn't familiar with, she would try to use context clues to figure out what they were saying. Or if she knew it, then she would translate for them. That's fantastic. What's also really cool, and I forgot to mention this when I was talking about how it was before its time, she was one of the first black actresses. The, the woman who played Uhura in the original series was one of the first black actresses in Hollywood. And that was a big deal. She was played by Nichelle Nichols in the original series. And then she was played by Zoe Saldana in the more recent movies that came out like 2010s. And Zoe Saldana was inspired by Nichelle Nichols, as was actually Whoopi Goldberg. She was a recurring guest star on The Next Generation. Whoopi Goldberg like was inspired to even try to be in television because of Nichelle Nichols. There's other drama with that, but it was really truly like ahead of its time in terms of like social issues and stuff like that. That's fantastic. Yep. It's amazing to me that a story brand has lasted this long. Would you say like even the original stories are still relevant? I think like production wise and acting wise, maybe not so much. 
super cheesy, kind of low budget. Like I said, they didn't last very long, so they yeah. probably didn't have that much budget. But it was also pre-special effects and stuff like that. So anything right. that they had to do was costumes or practical effects, stuff like that. So as you're watching it now, it's pretty cringy. It's been several years since I've watched through the original series again because it's not my favorite. Yeah. But I think it does provide a really cool backdrop for the rest of the series. Hmm. It pulls from them or it references them in ways that if someone hasn't watched it, they'll be okay. Like they right. won't, it's, they'll understand the story just fine. But for people who do know the history or who are familiar with the original series, it's cool. And you're like, oh, I know what they're talking about. So hmm. what perspective has Star Trek brought to you that you might not have had otherwise? I think it's probably part of why I'm passionate about seeing other cultures and traveling to new places. I grew up watching Star Trek with my family, mostly the next generation, and they were very much about like exploring new places, but also trying not to put their own culture or their own values on these other cultures that they may have been visiting. They didn't always do great at that, but right. that was one of the big tenets of Star Trek. So I think that's something... I don't know if it was solely due to Star Trek, but I, it probably was partially due to Star Trek, just like my interest in seeing other cultures. I got to study abroad in college and I didn't want to just come and be an American in France. Like I wanted to learn the culture and learn how they lived and what were their day-to-day -day lives like, stuff like that. So that probably is part of why I like that and I'm interested in that. That is amazing. Was your family the kind of family that you would watch a show and then just be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to bed, bye. Or would you guys watch something and discuss it? We would discuss it a lot of the time. Also, because there were some things that morally we didn't agree with on the show. So yeah. my dad would have to be like, well, if this really happened in real life, blah, 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 or something like that. Sure. But I think it, it led to interesting discussions about our values and also just about different like moral issues that the show would bring up. What do you think people get wrong most often about Star Trek? That all of the people who love Star Trek are neckbeards and gross <laughs> people who only go to Comic-Cons for fun. I mean, that is a subset of the population that oh, engage it with it. Sure is, <laughs> but it's not only. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I love how you describe that so much. <laughs> ah, yeah. And I mean, if that's what you like doing. That's fine. It's just not me. Right. Do you have any Star Trek merch? Believe it or not, I don't think I do. Whoa! I typically bought stuff for my dad, though, because he was the one that was like, the reason we watch Star Trek. And so I try and find things for him. I'm pretty sure he has a Star Trek phone in his office. That's legit. I think he would have had it when you were there. Joy of college days did not know anything Star Trek. So you wouldn't have even recognized it. Yeah. Mm -mm. I don't think I have any. I don't know if I want to admit that to the world. You're allowed to admit that. There's no shame in that. And you also don't have a neck beard. So both of those are okay. <laughs> yes. I would say I probably, just in general with my like fandoms, I don't really have a lot of merch, even for other things that I love and really get into. I don't really wear like graphic tees that much. I don't yep. hang posters. Yep. 
that's just not my like aesthetic. So maybe mm -hmm. that's why. that makes total sense. But I will totally sit there and binge it. Like, <laughs> I mean, that was one of the first things that Nathan and I watched after we got married and moved to Omaha. We watched through all of Star Trek, except for Deep Space Nine and Enterprise. But we watched the original series. And I told him, you don't have to watch the original series. It's pretty cheesy. The acting is bad. And the effects are horrible and the costumes are terrible. So if you can't handle it, I'd rather <laughs> skip it so you actually see why I like it. Kind of like Parks and Rec season one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> but he was like, no, if I'm going to like watch this with you, I have to have the history. So we're going to sit here and watch through these old ones. And good on like, you, Nathan. Okay. Yeah, good job, Nathan. Your nerd is fantastic, Marie. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing. This was so fun. Let's do it again. Sounds great. So here we are. One of the things I love about creating this podcast is that I get to learn something new every episode. This discussion about Star Trek was so fun. Full disclosure, I don't watch things very often, so even though this was such a delightfully nerdy conversation, I haven't started watching Star Trek yet. Maybe tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> Today's episode is made possible by so many of my people. Thanks to Lisa for the logo, to Katie for season three's concept clarity, and to Marie for letting me interview you and for sharing your nerd with us. Okay, I have got to know, what's one of your flavors of nerd? How does it show up in your life? If you're open to sharing about it and possibly being featured on the podcast, send me an email at herewearethepodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to join the Here We Are online community by following Here We Are on our Facebook page and Instagram. If you're looking to go one step further and financially support what I'm doing with the podcast, head on over to patreon.com, search for Here We Are the podcast, and sign up for one of the many quirky support tiers. Until next time, don't forget that curiosity wins and the world needs more nerds. Bye!